Hey, welcome to KLE Podcast. This is your host, John Smith. Great to be with you again. Welcome to Monday. Welcome to a new week. Today, something just stood out to me when I woke up this morning that I thought, you know, this is something we need to maybe just throw out there and really consider. I actually saw a quote by uh, John Maxwell that, that sort of prompted this, and he says, everyone is a leader because everyone influences someone. And I thought, you know, this is the biggest problem that we have is our society is basically promoted and reinforced sort of this concept that there are these certain elevated people that are more special than others to be leaders and everyone else is a follower. Everyone else just has to toe the line and know your place, know your limitations, and just subscribe to, adhere to, and constantly promote somebody else's vision, somebody else's mission, somebody else's purpose. But the fact of the matter is, true prosperity in the kingdom of God is when you discover who you are. When you discover who God's made you to be, when you discover your purpose, your mission, your vision, and your method of communicating that, your method, your way, your platform of living that out. Church ministry, and I'm talking specifically church ministry as in working within an organization or a ministry enterprise, is one way, one platform of expressing your gifting. But not everybody has that place. A number of years ago, going back maybe 10, 15 years ago, I used to take a, a number of people every month up to the mountain, up to a mountain, and we had an area we used to go camping. And I found certain guys that just flourished. Not, bec- not They didn't do anything within a meeting. Within a, a meeting, sitting in chairs, looking at the head in front of them, they just never, ever featured. There was no significance to them in that kind of setting. But when I took them to the mountain, when we sat around a fire and we had, you know, set up our tents and, and we, we chatted around a fire and we did things to serve other leaders coming up, they began to shine. Their significance just kicked in so much. They were influential. One young guy came to me one day and he said, you know, I, I just, I've just helped build this camp. And he said, I don't know if I'm influential or not. You know, I don't know. I'm not, I don't prophesy. Does that mean I'm not spiritual? I'm not anointed. And I said, not at all. I said, you know, I do what I do in the setting, which is communicate verbally. I, I, I'm, I'm an orator. So I'm talking, dealing with, with leaders about values and about the identity as sons of God, etc. I said, but you. You are the one that prophesies every time people come up here of, of prophesy excellence of how this camp is built. I don't run this camp. I don't, I, I, I'm not practical at all. So between you and your team, you've made this happen. You prophesy. I talk about you everywhere I go in the world. What a dynamic, what a significant gift you have of serving leaders, of prophesying to leaders the practicality. You influence them 
because of the superbness of, of what this camp is about. And we need to understand that his leadership is not just somebody that can stand up and speak. Leadership is not just somebody that has a title and a position. One of the hardest things, I think, for me is to actually convince people that they are leaders. I have the, the Facebook group called Kingdom Leadership Equipping. And, you know, people do not feel the liberty to take the leadership of expressing their, their insights. It's hard to get people to actually believe that they are leaders in the kingdom of God. It's hard to get people to listen to the podcast because people say, you know, I'm not a king. I'm not a leader. So why should I have a kingdom mentality? I'm not a leader. I'll follow those who lead. So we, we basically, again, do go back to the dark ages where only certain people are anointed. Certain people are spiritual. Only certain people have insight. Now we all have a Bible, and so we all read our Bible. Those days it was, you know, only certain people had a Bible, and they were sort of instructed in, in the, the religion of the day and, and with a biblical worldview, and, and they were the ones that could communicate with people. And it, it, took, a, it took a reformation, it took a revolution for, for that breakout to come where people could have the Word of God in their hands. You and I have the privilege of having a Bible in our hands today, but... It took people laying down their lives for that. People had to die for that. People were burnt at the stake to get the Bible into everybody's hands. The Word of God, the revelation of the living Word into your hands, where you can read it and you can be inspired and you can begin to influence where you are, not just in church. Your influence, our influence needs to ex exceed the church. The building, the Sunday services, the Wednesday night prayer meeting. Our influence needs to exceed that. I was listening to Lance Walnew last night and, and he, he was just talking about something that has been passionate since I've arrived in the United States. Is it that, you know, with, with the current president of, in the United States, Donald Trump, you know, he, like him or, or hate him, love him or despise him, the fact of the matter is, he is so pro-church, so pro-Christian in this country, worldwide. They've started initiatives that, that actually contradict world domination and the control that, that elites are trying to impose on everybody through socialism and, and Marxism. And here we have this incredible opportunity in the country at this point in time, in the United States, which, by the way, is the last place of freedom. This country, however it's happened, you know, still stands for freedom, freedom of choice, freedom of religion, freedom of, of, of expression. This is the last bastion of freedom. If, if America goes, who is going to stand for democracy and freedom in the world. Who's going to be the voice of freedom? And while the church is sitting, looking at each other's heads, we have this golden opportunity to actually go out and be the influence in the world. My greatest, my greatest fear and anxiety of this current state that we have, of, of the liberty that President Trump has brought into this country, is that the church goes about doing business as they've always done, just business as usual. 
building buildings, more programs, more preaching, more singing. We need to be equipping and influencing and inspiring the church to go out and be the church in the marketplace, in the world, in community, in society, in their homes, to influence. And you are the leader because everyone, because you influence somebody. Everybody influences somebody, so you are the leader. Sometimes we just haven't discovered what our message is to go out and influence anybody here. So therefore, we, we don't feel that we can influence anybody. But you are an influencer. You have the Spirit of God living inside of you. You are a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. Somebody said this, leadership is about making others better as a result of your presence and making sure that that impact lasts in your absence. I, I was reading earlier is about, about Jesus and in Luke chapter 5, Luke chapter 5, it talks about how he, he was, um, um, he went out, he was, well, it talks about he, he was healing people, etc., etc. And um, in verse 15, it says, despite Jesus' instructions, the report of his power spread even faster. So he basically healed somebody of leprosy. And he said, don't, don't go and tell anybody. Don't tell anybody about what's happened. He said, go and Go to the priest, let him examine you, take along the offering required in the law of Moses for those who have been healed of leprosy, and this will be a public testimony that you have been cleansed. So he said, just you go and influence the system. Go and influence the system. That's what he was saying. Go and influence the system. And that's what we've got to do. We've got to go out and influence the system. He said, don't tell anyone what's happened. Don't go out and, and be you know have this religious thing going on. He goes... Just go to the priest, go through into the system, and this will be a public testimony that you have been cleansed. And But it goes on to say, but despite Jesus' instructions, the report of his power spread even faster, and vast crowds came to hear him preach and to be healed of their diseases. But Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. So there was an influence. Jesus wanted the, the, the man that had been healed to go out and influence the system. Go and influence the society. Go and influence the religious system that was present and very dominant within their culture of the day. Another time, he gets, um, he goes into a house and and he was teaching, and Pharisees and and teachers of the religious law were sitting nearby. And it says, "And the Lord's healing power strongly with Jesus. He carried an influence with him, and that's." What I'm talking about is that you are a leader because you carry influence. Somebody said this, let your life mean something. Become an inspiration to others so that they may try to do more and become more than they are already. That's what we've got to do is go and influence. That's leadership. Settle who you are, what you have. And what God is doing, and go out and influence in the world. Make, let others experience it. Not just because you tag a Bible verse to everything, because you're running a program, because you're trying to invite them to, to something. Influence is about being genuinely and authentically you. 
The influential man, somebody said, is the successful man, whether he be rich or poor. Leadership is influence, but influence is leadership. And that's what I want to leave you with a thought today. Leadership is influence, and influence is leadership. You are influence, you are an influencer because you're a leader by design, according to Genesis chapter one. But you are in, uh, you are a, a leader because you bring influence. You never know which lives you influence. How or where? You never know how many lives and which lives you influence. You never know how or where, but you do. Go out and be an influencer. Go out and use this time that you have, this this opportunity, the season that we have. We as the church need to be now activists of the uh, of influencing the kingdom of God, activating the kingdom of God wherever we are right now. We need to be influencing and inspiring people with the values of the kingdom of God. We need to be bringing it to them, not be, not quoting. You know, I don't know. I, I wish I could. I wish I could convey this. I wish I could. I could communicate this as passionate as I am about it. It's just being able to communicate the essence of who he is, the words of life, because we live them, because of who we are, not just because of what we say. Influence is about being authentically you, authentically genuine. Be who you are and live it out so that people experience it and they know it whether you're there and when you're not. All right? So thank you for being with me today on this Monday. So it's like a Monday mentoring message for you. I, I, I trust and pray that this will really stir you up and that God will give you clarity and wisdom in this area. Hey, don't forget to join the Kingdom Leadership Equipping Facebook group. Uh, we, you know, I'm really f- developing and working at developing a community that where we can discuss these things and equip one another, inspire, encourage, uh, embolden one another in our thinking as kingdom leaders in the earth. All right, until next time, thank you for being with me. This is Sean saying, God bless you, and it's over and out.